so um yeah <sighs> yep that's the way the way it goes um I didn't even get very far before I started wanting to talk about this I'm like le- I feel like I'm, I'm like legitimately taking notes about shit because I've, I've just seen this show enough that I'm like I like because even like the last time that I rewatched it I was like focusing a lot on just like background content um and I guess now I'm just thinking about like things that are good about the show and I mean I guess also bad um and that I want to talk about um I'm just I'm gonna go episode by episode because I I'm only five episodes into rewatching this and I'm already like I want to keep talking about shit um so anyway the I think the the major thing about this is every time I rewatch the like the first half of the first season um I will say that like one of the times that I rewatched the show I didn't because <laughs> because I um it's kind of like painful at the beginning um not terribly so but like they're all like they're eggs they're they're baby eggs they're they're unformed people um in the first episode, like, rarely has any characterization for anyone except for Abed and Jeff and Britta. Um, but, like, you know, it's it's fun because you do get to see how these characters get fleshed out and, like, turn into real-life people who um, interact with each other. And, like, it's kind of, like, you know, I, like, I shouldn't skip the first, <laughs> the first half of the first season um, because... I don't want to see them, like, awkwardly dance around each other and being weird to each other and stuff like that. But because, like, that's their relationships forming. Um, In particular, like, the first few episodes do a really good job of, like, making all of the characters interact one-on-one with each other separately. Like, they do a very good job of that. I, like, distinctly, distinctly noticed, like, oh, Jeff has interacted with... Um, Britta one-on-one in this, of course. Um, Jeff has interacted with Shirley one-on-one in this. Um, Shirley and Annie are together in this one. Um, Jeff and Pierce are together in this one. And this one is about, um, Annie and Abed. And I'm like, and it's only five episodes in. And it's cool to see these sort of dynamics forming and figuring out what they mean and, you know, seeing the baby egg versions of these characters. It's, I don't know. It's like, it is a little bit like, cringy a a tad when you you see them kind of like not fully fleshed out yet but also just that's kind of like life you know when you're in a friend group um you all kind of start out not really who you are going to be when you're all comfortable with each other together so I mean kind of realistic um okay so I'm just gonna go through I I think this is what this is gonna be is a very long um um, a series of me talking about, like, five community episodes at a time until I get hooked on something else or something, um, because, like, as we saw with Black Sails, I feel like I dip in and out of that, so maybe this is gonna be something like that, I don't know, I can't predict the future. Anyway, episode one, um, the first thing that I wrote down and thought about is Jeff Winger in his track pant, um, blazer combo, um, I just like it's so fucking funny to me in the same in the same way of like everyone picturing Han Solo as like this suave motherfucker and the like 
short bit that we get to see of him is him doing a shitty, shitty job of lying to stormtroopers. Um, then again, like same thing here of like Jeffrey Winger is supposed to be this like playboy, um, womanizer, cool, suave ex-lawyer. Um, and his fucking, his, the costuming put him in a track suit like adidas striped tracksuit the kind of the kind of tracksuit pants i was wearing in fucking middle school that was the only pants that i would wear ever and a fucking blazer and like i get it one of the later episodes um the one professor is like talking about how like you know oh you you carefully like went through your closet to figure out what sweatpant blazer combo is gonna say I care the le or I don't care the the most um and like I get I get the logic behind this but also like it's so funny to me because he's trying for like a you know I'm effortlessly cool and handsome um but like actually puts a, a secret ton of effort into it um you know like the, the the fake bedhead or whatever but it's just so it's you you miss the mark so much with fucking striped track pants and a blazer i just i can't get over that he's supposed to be the cool one and that's what they put him in fucking first episode it's so great um um the other thing that i really like about this episode um is that I think it shows one of the most underrated um, relationships on this show, um, which is between Jeff and Abed. It, and the fact that, like... I mean, there is a lot to be said about the fact that um, the, both of them are kind of like... You know, everyone in this group is glue or whatever, but, like, both of them have a very specific role in sort of the formation of the study group. Um, Jeff, in the sense of, like, he's he's very sort of naturally the leader and you know, does the most re-speeches to keep them all together. But Abed is the one who, like, sort of handpicked each of these individuals and sort of forces forces this thing to come together. Um, and they both got, like, a very similar role in, in, that, in that respect of, like, kind of um, keeping things together. And, um, and it's, it's interesting that this first episode, like, as much as it is excuse me, as much as it is about Jeff trying and failing to get into Britta's pants, it's also about the two of them and sort of um, starting to understand each other. And um, I don't know, there's just like the, the good the good line that Abed has at the end um, when talking to Jeff after Jeff has like made his speech and sort of like brought the study group together of um, him saying to him, like, I see your worth now. Um, in a mirror of what Jeff had said to him, like, at the beginning, um, and, you know, like, he had said that kind of flippantly in, like, in the sense of, like, you know, Abed's this, um, socially awkward nerd who Jeff doesn't really, like, see as having a place in his life, um, because that's, you know, just not who he associates with, and then, like, you know, I can see your worth now, and Abed getting the chance to see that back and actually, or say that back and actually mean it, and, like, you know, it's it's got the same sort of weight coming from him as it does coming from Jeff. And I think that's something that's, like, really cool. Um, because it, it starts that sort of, like, slightly equal footing that I think we don't really get to from um, most of the characters' perspective until a little bit later. But, like, 
you know, that Jeff isn't, like, the main character, the only one who's important and multidimensional and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting start. Um, the second episode has this one bit that, um, it's the one where, um, they, they partner up for, um, they partner up Pierce and, um, Jeff for this group project thing. And, Abed has this really good line about like Jeff wants to switch cards with him and Jeff's like oh, I'll pay you like 20 bucks or whatever to switch cards and he's like no he's like 50 bucks he's like no I want your shirt and um Jeff's like okay I'll, like cool I'll give it to you and he's like no I don't understand you don't understand what I mean I want to wear it out of here and Jeff gives him his shirt and it's so good because I I think that's one of this is such a specific trope but I think it's one of my favorite things I I'm thinking about it too because Brad has like the same um thing in uh mythic quest of like doing the uh oh like i'll like i'll give you money for, no i don't want i don't want money like i want your eyebrow um i i, I like i want your i want your eyelashes <laughs> like um just these these sort of like dumb barters um it's a it's a very good trope um but anyway that that episode this episode in particular is one of the ones that makes me pissed that pierce went the way pierce went like, it's the kind of thing where, like, from the beginning, you can see so clearly how they could have done this thing where they turned this character into, like, like they mild him out, tame him down, um, make him learn to check his privilege, and he becomes, like, a sort of, like, older father figure for most of the group. And instead, they weirdly vacillate him between villain and then sort of forgiven and then really villain, and then, you know, we can kind of hey can't we forgive him and no you really can't and then um kill him off um but he's got this line uh, there's this line that um Britta says something about how um Pierce traded um tra- like offered her 100 bucks for to, to switch card because um like he's he's like really just looking like he's he's had a hard go of it in life and he's really just looking for like a place to to, to fit in and f- to find a family and it's like you know like like damn that ca- like that character arc could have been good like you could have made me in the same way that I'm like sort of like okay with not I'm not okay with CW because in in um, Mythic Quest but like sort of starting to 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 be like "Mm, you're not terrible 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 but like you're mm, like I can I'm like I grudgingly like bits of you um like they could have done the same thing for Pierce and they didn't and it makes me annoyed um because we didn't need him spewing racism and homophobia and hate through a lot of the show (laughs) if he wasn't going to get redeemed at any point um anyway um third episode is the one where Abed is making a documentary and I I just I'm like this is always the good episode anyone listening to this already knows that I'm obsessed with Abed but like this is a good one because one, I love Abed's dad. He's such a good character. Like he's he's really funny right off the bat. And um the the actor himself is just so good at playing like deadpan funny, like in in a in a in a very good way. Um and I don't know, I, I like it's also like the sort of like the start of <coughs> Oh, I'm dying. Okay, um, the start of like this show 
dealing with actual emotional issues. Um, and I was going to say, there's like, you know, there's a little bit of it, like in the first episode when Jeff like admits to Britta that he really like he's 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 he would say honesty because he'd do anything to get her to like him and like you know there's a little bit of this vulnerability but like you know right off the fucking bat Abed is the character who gets to be the most um like vulnerable and emotional like right at the beginning of like hey uh you know I feel like my parents divorce is my problem and my dad blames me for my mom leaving and doesn't want to be my father and um this is how I felt since I was a child and um the the and other people aren't understanding that that's how I feel and this is the the way that I know how to express that is through my filmmaking and um I don't know I'm like I just I think there's something so important in the fact that he is the character that gets to to show that um that backstory and that vulnerability first that like he is the one that is like you know seen by a lot of others as unemotional because of um you know his autism and like which they you know they dance around that word and I you know sort of hate hate shows like that but like you know it's the way that it is um but like he's he's seen so um he's he's often shown as like so unemotional because of his neurodivergence that like it's so good that he is the first character to be emotional and like he is the first one that starts to kind of like chip away at this like study group as a study group and you know i don't know I i love that um anyway Episode three, episode four, um, again, like, sorry, this is just going to be however many episodes or however many hours uh, I take to talk about community of me just talking about Abed. Like, I'm sorry. Anytime I watch this show, that's all I have to talk about. I just like, sometimes you find a character that you really love, um, and especially one that you can relate to on some level and all you can think about is them and all you care about is them and I'm sorry that's just what's happening um but so the fourth episode is um the one where Annie has a psych experiment that she invites Troy and Abed to and it's supposed to be they they wait for uh, they, they're never actually doing an experiment. It's just how long can you wait? Um, and, um, of course, Troy and Abed are the, the last ones there, um, far out, outlasting everyone else, which already shows you, like, who these, who these characters are. And, um, Abed is the one who stays for 26 hours until everyone else is, like, mad that he's, air quotes, like, ruined the experiment. And, um, Annie yells at him and he leaves and, um, she, like, talks, goes to, goes to talk to him, um, the next day, and, uh, is, like, like, why, like, why did you just, like, sit there? And he was, like, because you're my friend and you asked me to. And she's, like, but, like, you know, or, like, well, like, weren't you mad or whatever? And he was, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I was livid. I, you know, missed, missed the things that I was going to do, and, um, 
I was not having a good time there. And she, and she asks like why he stayed and he was, you know, cause you're friend, you're my friend and you asked me and like, you can see this little like break on Annie's face. Um, in the same way that like she, she has that same sort of like break when, when Troy, um, gets sick of the experiment and leaves and like you can see she she feels bad for like because that both of them were like Annie like you said you said we were gonna help you like what like I can't take this like and she's like the one of the only um I don't know there's just something about like her two her two people being the last two people because they wanted to help her out and her feeling really sad like I I don't know I just I like like I like that um and I don't know like again this is just loving op-ed hours but like the the fact that like he cared so much about this friendship that she said that they had um that he was willing to miss something important and stay for 26 hours because she asked him to like again like the level of like commitment and loyalty and like just sheer love from this character like at the beginning of this show this is the fourth episode like I don't know like everyone credits Jeff with this sort of like breaking down of emotional barriers between some of the, the the members in this in this study group because he is like the one who makes these impassioned speeches and who um you know gets them to see one another for for people and you know that that first speech is a, is a pretty good one um with in the first episode he like talk you know names a names a pencil steve and then snaps it in half and is like you know you you felt your heart break at that because we can all connect to one another and become a community and like that is so true and he does a lot of that sort of outward pushing towards growth and companionship between all of them but like it's just so good like in contrast with abed who is this like has that just like this sort of quieter not in the sense of like not speaking but just like a quieter sense of just like I'm going to string these people together because they're they're like mine now and I'm theirs now and it's it's just very good it's very I love him it's very good um and then the fifth episode like you know we see this again in that um I'm sorry I just the, I like I love Abed. I think about him a lot whenever I watch this show. I just never thought about how good, especially just the beginning of all of this was and showing him as a person and as a character at the at the at the start of everything. But like the fifth episode is that exactly too. Um it's Troy um messing with him and like, you know, kidding around and telling lies and um Abed not picking up on those cues and um, Troy saying, like, oh, you know, um, people, oh, wait, shit, you know, I'll go back to the other part of episode four that I want to talk about later, because I'm on op-ed hours, um, and Abed being like, or, um, Troy being like, you know, we, friends mess with each other, and Abed being like, oh, okay, so, like, you know, I tell you something that's not true, and then say, haha, just kidding, and he's like, yeah, exactly like that, okay, and then Abed goes through all of this, like, elaborate, um, plan of like sort of planting this idea in Troy's head that um 
he's an alien. And, like, you know, at the the very beginning, it, it seems like Troy is, like, maybe buys into it for, like, half a second and is, you know, kind of like, hmm, what's going on here? And then it's, like, you know, it's, it's very clear that he's just, like, okay, I know Abed's messing with me at this point. Like, just what what's going on here? Um, but, like, what happened was Troy said, okay, what friends do is mess with each other. And Abed was, like, okay, I know what to do and comes up with this elaborate grand gesture of friendship like right off the bat of um of doing this whole thing and like yes a lot of it is like stuff that like makes Abed happy which is this coming up with a narrative and um film filming himself um and getting to you know getting to use a green screen filming himself as that sort of like alien overlord or whatever like it's clearly stuff that he enjoys, but it's also, like, stuff that he has been told is, like, how friends express, um, express affection. And, I, I, I don't know, um, like, it, it, like, it reminds me just a little bit of, like, how I do birthday gifts for people, which is, I find something that they like, and I find something that I am really excited to do and then do it and so it's never it's not like like I always it's like a gift for somebody else but also it's like a thing that you did because it made you know you happy to do and um it's it's very much it's very much that and it's but it also is just very much like a huge gesture of friendship right at the beginning um and then Troy says you know like actually like you know friends don't mess with with each other from now on like I'm not gonna lie to you you don't lie to me and we're gonna trust each other and that's just so good like what the hell um and um anyway the other thing that I wanted to say about um episode four really quickly um is that like again all of these relationships between different characters we also see one between Shirley and Jeff um in that episode where they're 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 kind of gossip buddies and I love this because this is the same thing that happens throughout the show it's like putting the two of them together is like they become the most petty and like catty two people on the planet that they are like they bring out like the worst of in each other in like a, an extremely fun way but like also just like they're two similar people in like all of their their um more negative aspects of their their personalities um that they can understand each other so well and relate to each other in those kinds of things but um but they're like very dissimilar in some of the things that they're interested in in some of the the positive aspects of their personalities so it's just such a, it's just like that's such an interesting dynamic of like, you know, I, we can't like hang out by ourselves because we are just going to turn into petty people. Um, and, um, it's like, it's like very like in the later episode with the foosball, the foosball episode, um, where like, they're both super competitive and like, I don't know, it's just so, it's so neat to see these two characters who are both like very on their surface, different people they live different lives but like they share the same sort of like vices and understand each other through that um and I think it's really fun and I feel like it's the kind of thing that like leads to these people understanding each other more because if you understand what someone feels like when they're at their lowest like you you see them and 
you can be seen in turn and it's really good um so that was that from episode four that I wanted to say um what else did I have to talk about no yeah just like I love that all of these like yeah you start to see these like one-on-one interactions um there's there's a bit in episode three of like um Pierce teaching Troy how to sneeze masculinely that's like shown for like literally like maybe a minute in the entire the entire episode is this like c plot of the two of them like teaching Troy how to sneeze masculinely it's so dumb it's so ridiculous but like it's it's so specific and such a good like start to who the two of them are um and who they could have been if Pierce was a was ever like you know see the light or whatever um anyway no that's that's yeah just like those one-on-one relationships that start from this very beginning and I I love that that they didn't do the thing of just like pair the same people up and then have groups with the study it was just like what about if we shove these two people together what if we shove these two people together and it starts from the beginning um yeah and Jesus I'm I'm gonna talk for so long about this fucking show I'm going to end this this recording and then I'm just going to watch more community is what's going to happen and it's it's going to be terrible. Um anyway, the last thing that I wanted to say about episode 5 is that the the end tag for this episode is Troy and Abed shoving pencils in each other's mouths and I don't know. I like I've seen this show so many times. I've seen the end tags like more times than I've seen this show. I don't know what it was about that one in particular that just fucking sent me laughing at like Troy shoving like an entire fistful of pencils directly into Abed's throat. I just like God, it made me God, it made me miss all my friends. I just need somebody I just need somebody to shove a fistful of pencils down my throat. Um anyway, um I like that's another thing, is like it's so funny to see their relationship start to form because like in later series they're just so inseparable and they're like such a like a a two pair two two halves of a whole and um like from the like at the beginning it really isn't the case and like kind of seeing the the sort of interactions between them during the episodes of some of this like you know friction at the beginning um versus like seeing those end tags of like them goofing off together is like I don't know it's like a really cool way for that that friendship to form of like you know occasionally being at odds with each other but also just like sometimes you do something dumb sometimes you just find somebody who is as dumb as you are in the same ways and you just have to do dumb shit together and it's good um god damn I really am just gonna talk about this show for hours on fucking end that's fine It's fine. Nobody listens to these anyway. (laughs) Goodbye.